Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to the podcast Love the Graps. My name's Chris. I'm here with Alan. Hello. That's Alan. <laughs> uh, this is our podcast where we talk about wrestling. And it's Saturday night. Yeah. And the feeling's right. Yeah, what are normal people doing on a Saturday night? Just, uh, you know, getting ready to go out with the lads, aren't they? Yeah. Down down nightclub. Yeah. Get, pull some birds. <laughs> is that what they do now, is it? Yeah, yeah. Go um, go look at, looking for some birds yeah. to pull. Right. Yeah. Have a little boogie yeah. on the dance floor. And then back home to your wife. <laughs> no out kebab and then back home yeah yeah maybe yeah. a fight okay yeah well we've seen lots of fights yeah um some of them drunken kind of um yeah. lots of them by the kind of people you'd expect to see outside a pub yeah yeah um, um yeah. sad really isn't it <laughs> but not sad camp no 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 sad camp today no. um thanks for tuning in yeah to the podcast uh, this is part three of our Mania Weekend Mania, WrestleMania streaming, programming, breakdown, nervous breakdown. Yeah. How are you feeling, Chris? <sighs> I'm, all, I'm all right, actually. I've suddenly come over a bit tired. Yeah. Um, it is... Well, a two out of three falls match with Adam Cole in it will do that for It you. was all right. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, it's like after 11 o'clock on yeah. Saturday night. Um, and we are uh, killing some time before New Japan comes on yeah. by doing a little podcast. So the big G1s. I mean, I don't know why it's G1. It's the G1 Supercard. Yeah. Grade not, 1. It's Grade 1, mate. Yeah. But it doesn't really bear any relation to the G1 tournament, does it? Well, no, that's a Grade 1 tournament. Right. This is a Grade 1, grade one Supercard. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you're happy to rationalise that. Yeah. Rather than contradict everything else everybody says, like normal. Well, um, you know, I find it interesting that um, most people are just saying, you know, oh, what time's New Japan on? Um, when it is a joint show with Ring of Honor. Yeah. But nobody really gives a well, shit. Well, there's an Honor Rumble on it. Is there? I love a Rumble. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to do another podcast about this, aren't we? We're yeah. probably going to end up doing one just about New Japan. Yeah, or maybe um, we still watch DDT. Okay, well, yeah, I don't know when we're going to find time to do that. We'll find some time. We're not going to, though, are we? Maybe. Because we're going to have to watch Joey Janela Part 2 tomorrow before yeah. all the WrestleMania stuff kicks off. We'll find some time. We still haven't watched last year's Kaiju. That, no. That just went by the way. No, it? well, that that's because Kaiju is an endurance <laughs> task that I'm not willing to undertake. Yeah. If somebody was to make me a music video of the best kaiju stuff, I, I'd watch that, so long as it's like under four minutes. Yeah. Well, I'm going to see them at Ali Pali yeah. next month. I can't believe I called it Ali Pali. I'm so tired. Mm. That slipped through, didn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just hoping I get invited to be part of it, because I think that's the only way you're going to really enjoy it. Yeah. No, I'm going to have fun. <laughs> I'm going to have fun. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's more than possible to have fun 
at a kaiju show, but yeah. not when you're watching it at 5 a.m. No. I think that's the killer from... I mean, we're talking about something that happened two years ago. <laughs> um, if you are a long-time listener of this podcast, but particularly our WrestleMania weekend yeah. series that we've done, um, we, we did... It, it pushed us to our very limits, hmm. um, kaiju. Yeah. Um, so what have we watched today, then? Well, we watched a bunch of stuff. We, we did some catch-up. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I came round. You and you and your brother Adam. Yeah, uh, he's been round as well. He's gone home now, lightweight. Yeah. Although I do envy him. Yeah, slightly. Um, I so mean, it's going to be bet- between me and John who goes to bed first. Right. I think. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't live here. So. And now we're recording the podcast. There's no impetus for me to stay up. No. Late at night. Right. Just go kick you out. Okay. That's fair enough. Annoyingly, Adam's gone home, so I would feel weird going to bed and leaving you on your own to watch it <laughs> if adam was still here i might be like oh do you know what you two could stay up and watch this well i mean we did that last year at some point didn't we we stayed up and watched a bit of the tna show while you went and had a little lie down oh uh, yeah yeah so there is a precedent set there but as you say adam's gone yeah um so yeah so we you and adam watched a few bits from the wrestlecon super show yeah just a couple of little bits yeah um, Zack Sabre Jr. against Shane Strickland. Yeah, the international swerve. Yeah, and uh, Bandy Doe against <laughs> Will Ospreay. Yeah. Um, the two perfectly fine professional wrestling matches. Yeah. Felt weird in the context that we've been sort of um, working with so far this weekend. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think I said to you earlier that there are kind of three WrestleManias going on. Yeah. In that you've got the WWE stuff. Um, then you've got the kind of the more legitimate uh, traditional wrestling stuff, yeah. which tends to be happening around like the the Midtown Manhattan ballroom that WrestleCon are in. Um, but I would also class some of the stuff at Laboon as, as that as well. And then you've got all the crazy shit that's happening out in Jersey City um, and some of the other places. So you've got, and we've we've spent the majority of our time in in Jersey City. Yeah. Uh, with the freaks, the game changer crew, yeah, um, and and enjoyed it. So it did seem a bit weird. Um, you know, it's very noticeable that it was kind of a function room in a hotel. Yeah. Um, last year, it, it didn't seem so much that they, they. I think they had some bank seating and stuff. Oh, I don't know. Um, but it does. It felt a little bit like, and and it's it's it it seems ridiculous to say this about a match with Will Ospreay. Bandido in it. Mm. It felt a little bit like watching people go through the motions. Yeah. It, it you know, I've seen Will Ospreay have that match a million times yeah. with a bunch of the other flippy boys, and as fun and entertaining as that is, it's not really what I'm here for this weekend. No. I don't think. Yeah. Like it does when <laughs> when you're watching Spring Break or you're watching that um, Black Label wrestling show that yeah. we watch. Nobody's going through the motions on those shows. No. Everybody, it's like their life depends on it. Except for maybe Otani. Yeah. But that's, you know, he's there to be an older states, elder statesman. Yeah. And it's like you say, you know, I mean, we're going to Fight Club Pro in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And on the night we're going, we've got Ray Phoenix versus Will Ospreay. Yeah. Um, which is going to be a great match. Yeah. But it'll be pretty similar. Yeah. To Bandido versus Will Ospreay. It'll be spe- it'll be a spectacle to yeah. behold, and that won't mean it'll be any worse for it. No, but it won't be the kind of one-off freak 
happenings that we've been yeah. spending most of our time in. So, you know, we did watch that. Um, I, I managed to, I saw the finish of the Zack Sabre Jr. one and yeah. the, the, the Osprey Bandido uh, match happened while I was in the room. Um, and then we uh, decided to watch um, some stuff from Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, we asked for some recommendations yeah. on the Love the Grouch group and um, people recommended a ton of stuff from AIW. Yeah, we had a few recommendations from the AIW. Absolutely yeah. intense wrestling. Not absolute Andy wrestling. That's AIW. No, AAW. <laughs> no. no. Um, and uh, yeah, so they ran on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. A um, couple of the recommendations we had, um, one of them meant that we watched another Dominic Garini match by choice Yeah, uh, this weekend. I mean, we've turned around on Dominic Garini a bit this. I mean, not completely. No. I still don't want to, like, there are lots of wrestlers. I mean, so this match, it was a, was it hard, like a death match? It was pretty oh, it was much. It was an I quit match, wasn't it? was an it? I quit match, so yeah. yeah. Um, and whilst it was, it was entertaining. Yeah. I still, like, you could have put anybody in there in the Dominic Garini role. I don't yeah. think, like, Dominic Garini added anything in particular no, no. to that. I mean, I get, he did he did a few moves. Yeah, I mean, it, it was And he fun. wasn't wearing his traditional gear. No. So that probably added quite a lot to yeah, it, because I'm so distracted um, by it. And I, I, did, I did feel a bit of a, a, a sympathy with him at the end, because yeah. he did quit to save himself being set on fire set on fire which is very sensible yeah I, i'm not a big fan of those sort of finishes though where it's like oh yeah you're gonna have to quit because you're gonna get your head chopped off with an axe if you don't quit yeah it's like i know you're not gonna chop his head off and like there's 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 you've got to suspend your disbelief haven't you yeah and there is a limit to that yeah and when it comes to like actually causing bodily harm to your opponent beyond the normal confines of a wrestling match yeah and we'll talk about this when we get round to um joey janela's right. spring break perhaps yeah um it kind of takes you out of it because yeah. you're like that's not normal that's not normal i mean i, I quit matches are tough to do anyway i mean yeah. i i always think back to that john cena rusev one where rusev made john cena pass out but because he was passed out, John Cena couldn't say I quit, mm. so Rusev didn't win at that point, and it's just like, oh fuck off, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, it, it was fun, yeah, it was fun. And then um, we watched uh, some more stuff from that show. So we watched. We wanted to see the Jollyville Fuckets, yes, um, because they do possess one of the greatest names in professional wrestling. Yeah, um, and they were in a, a multi-man tag match. Yeah. Uh, with a bunch of other sleazy teams. Yeah, to infinity and beyond. Yeah. Cheech. Yeah. Of Cheech and Cloudy fame, I think. Right. From back in the day. Yeah. Um, but teaming with Colin Delaney, who was on ECW. He was. The new ECW yeah. for a while. Um, the Philly Marino Experience. Yeah. Phil, PME. Yeah. Um, and the production. Yeah. Um, um, one of the people in production is called Derek Director. And I like that. Yeah. Is the other one Peter Producer? <laughs> no, no. Should be really. Uh, Eddie only. All oh, right. Um, um, PME came out to Susudio by Phil Collins. Which yeah, because one of them is called Philly Collins. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah that's it, that'd be why he's Philly got Marino Easy Lover written on his tights. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, we also watched some other stuff from that show. Um, yeah, we watched another Shinjiro Atani match. Yeah. This time against Eddie Kingston. Yeah, Eddie Kingston there in his in his yellow. 
a jumpsuit. Yeah, tribute to uh, the bride from um, Kill Bill. Or as your brother said, the wife. The wife from, <laughs> from Kill, Kill Bill. Bill. Um, do you think Bruce Lee is like up in heaven looking yeah. down and going, I'm really, I'm really influential. People keep telling me when they come up, they die, and yeah. they come up to heaven. And they go, yeah. Do you realise you're still like super influential, Bruce Lee? Yeah. It's like, oh, that's nice to hear. Maybe I'll, do you know what? Can I get the viewer screen there you go. for Earth? Can I have a look? Right, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm just going to check out, see what recent sort of uh, uh, influence that I've had on popular culture. Yeah, apparently there's something going on in Jersey City. Oh, cool, Bruce. I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, no. Oh, who is that? What is... That's Eddie Kingston, Bruce. Um, yeah, he's got an outfit uh, inspired by your, your classic uh, yellow jumpsuit. Oh, dear. Do I look like that in that? Do I, is no, that no, you, I look? You, look, you look great. <sighs> Just wondered, did my belly sort of hang over? <laughs> um, so, yeah, but nice of him to make that tribute to it. You know, Bruce Lee was a mentor of his, yeah. wasn't he? So, Do you know, Bruce Lee invented his own martial art. Yeah. Jeet Kune Do. Okay. Um, and it, apparently it had no form, mm. which to me suggests he's just making it up as he goes along. Yeah, just made a name up for a start. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, so yeah, and that was that was fine. Otani's yeah. doing the same spot in every single match. We've seen him in like three or four matches yeah. at this point, and in every single match he's doing the spot like with the face wash kicks yeah. to the face, um, followed by like accidentally kicking his second yeah. on the outside. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's because we've watched these matches slightly out of order. So the first time we saw it, he just kicked over the one fella. Yeah, and then. The next couple of times, uh, Masashi Takeda's also been there as well and, mm. and been kicked over as well. Yeah. So it's like he's more people are coming in yeah, to be I kicked over. Yeah, I want there to be more. I yeah. want us to watch like at least one more show that he's in where, um, where he kicks over three people. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Um, but he, yeah, that, it's weird watching that and being <laughs> like, cool. He doesn't realise that people are watching these over, like people watching his I matches. mean, he's in the same building. Yeah. I mean, that's three times in three days. Because it's like that's a weird thing, though, isn't it? Because like people, wrestlers, you know, they'll wrestle. Say they wrestle Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. They could wrestle the same match each time. And then, but like, if you're in different towns, nobody's gonna realise. When I first started wrestling, yeah, uh, I I lived with a guy called Steve, Mm. and he was Joe Steele, and I was Mark Priest. Yeah. The Iron Man, Joe Steele. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, um, and we had this idea that we would get really good at a match against each other, mm. and then just take that match around the country, just like okay, you know, just do the one match, yeah. let everyone see it what, once. I think that's what CM Punk and Colt Cabana did, right? Yeah, years. um, we, there was one more match that we watched on this card, yeah. um, and that was Scott Steiner against Swoggle, right? Uh, think about what a match between Scott Steiner and Swoggle might look like. Yeah, it it was basically that. Yeah, there was a a, a bit where Scott Steiner um, he introduced Cabana Man Dan. He's like, I've got my another little person to fight yeah. you instead. And so he brought Cabana Man Dan out, and yeah. then um, halfway through the match, beat the shit Just out of Cabana that. Man Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he um, was so, uh, he was out of control. So that was AIW. Yeah, we also watched some um, interspecies wrestling. Uh, we did, yeah. Yeah, we watched uh, a bit of the Boner Jam. Yeah, show that was yesterday. We watched that, and we watched the some we bits of it today up with a couple, um, one match today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which was a tag match with uh, 
Ugly Ducklings were in it. Yeah. And the guy out the metal band. And, uh, Andy Williams, yeah. And, and Pepper, Pepper Parks. Parks. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Ugly Ducklings are, are a lot of fun. Uh, Andy Williams was really good in this match. Yeah, yeah. People just bouncing off of him yeah. a lot. And um, we watched the main event of that show as well. The Lego, sorry, the redacted uh, death yeah. match. Plastic brick death match. Yeah, which was a lot of fun. Two two really fat blokes, yeah. Addy Starr and Nick Gage. Yeah, lots of Nick Gage this weekend. I yeah. think Nick Gage is the, the dominant figure in this weekend. How do you feel about Nick Gage? I mean, I'm not a massive fan of Nick Gage. No. I think, like, he suits what WrestleMania weekend has kind of become, or at least yeah. the shows that we're watching. Yeah. Um, I'm not in any rush to go and watch Nick Gage. No. I mean, obviously, he was on Spring Break. We'll talk about Spring Break tomorrow after yeah. we've seen the second part. Yeah. Um, it was quite an experience. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he was on there. He's become real part of that. Um, and in this one... Um, this was probably it was almost a cameo from him really he didn't do that much no in it um, wasn't the main character no um, but it was a lot of fun um, yeah it was a re- really fun show that whole show that interspecies wrestling it was just weird yeah um, it was really weird I, 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 I think I made the remark of like this is interspecies wrestling because you will tune in and you will not believe that the people you are watching are of the same species yeah. as you yeah. Um, well, talking about Nick Gage, um, yeah. we watched a live show this afternoon, yeah. um, and that was the Orange Cassidy does something or whatever. Maybe. Maybe, whatever, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it was headlined by Nick Gage against Ultramantis Black yeah. in a Yuletide <laughs> death match. Of course. Or hardcore match, um, yeah. which featured lots of barbed wire wrapped around like Christmas tree. Yeah. Um, some baubles we used. Yeah. Some festive thumbtacks, <laughs> which were drawing pins with coloured heads yeah. on. Um, and that was silly. I mean, it wasn't the most thrilling match. No. Um, because I think we've been kind of desensitised to death matches at this point. Well, yeah. Again, but, we'll talk about uh, Joey Janela's spring break tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that that show, um, it's, it was a late replacement. Yeah. Uh, Nova Pro couldn't fulfil their commitment. Um, it's their own fault. Read up about it. You'll, you'll know all about it. Um, so, Game Changer stepped in. Yeah. And they put that show together last minute. And it was a lot of fun. Um, some of it, the ideas weren't fully <laughs> fully realised. No. Uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, I think we'll probably talk about... Maybe let's... Let, maybe let's talk about this show in a bit more detail when we get to the Joey Janela okay, show. Okay, yeah, we'll because cover the game changer. I feel ones like um, I feel like this goes hand in hand with that because yeah. um, Teddy Hart alluded to it how the Joey Janela shows open the door for these sort of shows. Yeah, um, I would say I would recommend watching this. Yeah, if you were on the fence. Yeah, um, I think uh, the Chris book. Brooks against a Logan Eastman Larue. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, there was a um, there was a four way um, with I can't remember I can't remember everybody's name now, but that was followed by a four way with the fella who wrestled the other fella from the Joey Janela show. Do you remember? I'm not going to go into. I want to talk about that show. Right. But you know the the special fella. Oh right. Yeah. 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 Tony Deppen. 
Tony Deppin, that's it. Yeah. But he was in a four-way. Yeah. Um, and that was fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, actually, maybe it was, it was more than the four-way. It was way. more than the four-way, yeah. It was the Jan Sport invitation. Um, where they could we could win vouchers um, for friendlies. There was a nice cameo from MJF. Yeah, but yeah, we'll talk about um, that tomorrow. Um, so then we caught up on NXT. From yeah, because time's getting on, and we want to watch New Japan in a minute. Yeah, uh, and we will give you at least two podcasts tomorrow. Um, so let's talk about NXT. Yeah, so NXT it's become a little bit of a monster at the minute. Mm-hmm. Like, or maybe not at the minute, but um, five matches. Yeah. Uh, the show clocked in at nearly three and a half hours. Yeah. Which obviously is obscene. Like, that's crazy. I mean, we fast-forwarded through a lot of it and got it down to, like, two and a half hours, yeah. I think. I think the first takeover I saw was the second takeover. Yeah. And I think it was, like, one hour 45. Yeah. Um, and they steadily got longer and longer. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get it when you're doing arena shows. Yeah. Like, you want to give people... Lots to see, but except that but those people are they're, they're, they're not, getting stuff before as well. But they're, they're also not matches. seeing lots, are they? There must be like the gaps between the matches. Yeah. Obviously, we're sat at home and we're fast forwarding through it, and we got the show down by about an hour by yeah. skipping through all the video packages. Can you imagine what that must be like in the arena? Yeah. Like dull as hell. Do you remember when we went to Progress at Wembley last oh, year man, and they played like video packages before every match? Yeah. And like one of them was like an eight minute long Eddie Dennis, Mark Andrews video. Yeah. And it was like, this is painful. It's really painful. And there was stuff on there as well that made no sense. Like there was hype stuff for WrestleMania. Yeah. Now, nobody who who is watching NXT on the WWE Network yeah. hasn't already made up their mind I if mean, they're watching WrestleMania tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get, I get that. But at the same time, that's just... I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it's... Do you know, like... People highly recommended this show. John Lister, when it, yeah. when we asked what matches we should watch, he said you should start with the first match on NXT TakeOver, then the second match, then the third, fourth and fifth. Yeah. Um, so it was obviously a very highly rated show. Mm. I think it highlighted to me, perhaps more than anything, that I don't really like this kind of wrestling anymore. It's not really for me. Um, I go in kind of in waves, um, these things come round one minute I like them next minute I don't I think I'm very out of this kind of wrestling at the moment on a, a big scale with a big crowd yeah. trying to do the, the, the epic matches um, and often when you're trying to do five epic matches yeah that well, you're going to fall all short all of the NXT main events are always the same aren't they like, yeah they're always like that super dramatic near fall near fall near fall near fall yeah thing um and I enjoy I, I enjoyed the wrestling on the show. There mm. was nothing bad on the show. Um, you had your reservations about the two out of three falls match oh, because what? you're not an Adam Cole fan or no. a two out of three falls no. match fan. Um, I thought it was good. I thought like the the match had plenty of drama in it. I would argue it didn't need to be a two out of three falls match. No. Like it, two out of three falls matches are weird when you don't work the third fall as if it were any different to the first two. Yeah. Like when you're just doing it as if you've just been wrestling a match. Like you should be dead when you get to the third fall. Well, yeah, because you've both taken a fall. And so. to get to that point, and uh, Johnny Gargano right at the end when he pretty much is dead. Mm. And then still managed to beat up all of the geeks in the Undisputed Era. Well, yeah. That was a bit... I mean, I, I enjoyed the women's match. 
yeah. uh, quite a lot, despite my reservations about the, the legality of Bianca Belair's hair. I enjoyed watching Velveteen Dream beat uh, Matt Riddle. Yeah. Um, partly because I've never got behind the bro thing. No. Um, and also, I like I like Velveteen Dream. Yeah. I like that he's like the one NXT guy left in NXT. Yeah. Like, he's the one person like that. Well, I mean, you pointed out that you, you made the point that Ricochet was the only person that you hadn't seen in a progress, on a progress card from... Um, the, the men on the, yeah. on the show um, and then it was pointed out that actually Velveteen Dream as well yeah. and then we were reminded that actually Ricochet has been on the progress yeah. on two occasions so Velveteen Dream is the only one who hasn't made indie appearances in the yeah. UK um, and that, that says a little bit about um, the state of NXT at the minute for me Yeah, in that I get it it's a, sh- it's a showcase for a lot of the best wrestling in North America right yeah. now. But it doesn't feel like special to me because I've seen all these guys doing lots of this stuff without mm. the training wheels on for years now. So watching them just do it in the front of an arena, it's like, yeah, it's it doesn't feel special. One more little bit about that match. Um, it, it kind of at the beginning highlighted for me perhaps one of my problems with... NXT and that kind of wrestling at the moment is that Matt Riddle came out um, he's no longer the king of bros mm. because you can only have one king in WWE yeah, and that's Triple H so no one else can be a king um, so he's now the original bro which just makes no sense at all and he comes out to a song that is supposed to sound a bit like Regulate by yeah. Warren G. Now the reason that it was a cool song to come out to is that it is a cool song yeah. So coming out to a song that sounds a little bit like Regulate by Warren G is just lame as fuck. Mm. Uh, and it just, I, I love Matt Riddle, but it didn't make me want to see Matt Riddle. It, on NXT, is Keith Lee still coming out to his Keith Lee music? He's made a new one that he sings himself. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it's nice seeing Matt Riddle get this opportunity. It's nice seeing Pete Dunne on I was going to just come on to that quickly and, before we finish. Yeah. Um, that they had a great match again. Yeah. But you wouldn't expect it otherwise. No. Um, I think you made the point about when, when Pete Dunne um, won the title off Tyler Bate. Yeah. Like destroyed that takeover. Yeah. Stole the show. Well, I mean, and it was match of the year for NXT. Yeah. Um, and pretty much again, as as a pure match quality, those two just just destroyed it. Yeah. Um, because they are that good. Oh, it's because Pete Dunne is a, is an actual genius. Yeah. Like that guy. I mean, he can't. He, he's not having bad matches. No. And I mean, maybe he benefits from not being completely overexposed on, yeah. on WWE and NXT. Yeah. But you put him in. You, you give him twenty minutes. Like he's going to give you a top quality match. I think with anyone. Yeah. Do you remember when we when we saw him against Ethan Silver? Yeah, that was the turnaround for Ethan Silver for us, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, like we'd been watching the YOLO squad. Yeah. Um, and then Ethan Silver had a match against Pete Dunne. It's like, oh, he's a bit good, isn't he, actually? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's and, Pete Dunne. Yeah, and, and there was another little issue, I mean, especially for me, again, what, like why I've probably not really taken to NXT UK, um, in that the, the, they were having this match, and it's Pete Dunne who's really good, and Walter who's really good, and then... Uh, 
the commentator mentioned Joe Coffey. I'm just like, oh yeah, Joe Coffey. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, that's the kind of quality that they've got on yeah, the UK. Do you know what I mean? It's just mm. like, you're in this massive arena in, in New York and you just mentioned Joe Coffey. Well, you know, it's just, yeah. It will, spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched NXT yeah. TakeOver yet, but Pete Dunne lost the UK Championship yeah. after nearly two years of holding mm-hmm. it, I think. Um, now, quite often, when somebody loses their title on NXT, it means they're off to the main roster. Yeah. Do you think that's Pete Dunne's destination? I mean, so he's overdue. Yeah. I think, you know, he's he's really ready for it. Um, I think maybe main roster of NXT um, rather than mm. main roster full stop. I, I would love to... I mean, I think... I, uh, just because SmackDown's a better TV show... Yeah, I would love to see him get the opportunity. I'd love. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm dying for somebody to move up to the main roster of WWE and get a push. Yeah, like to get a proper sort of like, yeah, this guy, yeah, is a real threat. And is that Pete Dunne? Do you see that in his future? I'd like to think mm. so, but at the same time, I've not really got that much faith in it. Yeah, but you know, if I get to see Pete Dunne against Daniel Bryan at some point, be good, wouldn't it? I'll um, I might, you know. Yeah. Get, I might get hard. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, yeah, um, we will wrap up this particular episode. Yeah, of so we want to go and watch uh, New Japan. We're going to go and watch New Japan. So um, if you're listening to this during New Japan, what's wrong with you? Yeah, go and watch New Japan. Um, if you're listening to this afterwards, was it good? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was great. Yeah, okay. Thank um, God Jay White's not champion anymore. <laughs> um, but until tomorrow when we will endeavour to do two episodes yeah. at, at least. Yeah. Um, go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we climbed, where the seasons are tied. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the world that we keep, where the starfish on the beach.